the Nightmare Box. Presenting mistakes for me. My name is Brett Bloom. I'm sitting across from the beautiful, the effervescent, the beautifully lit Kristen Pennington. Getting lit on a Sunday, as the children say. <laughs> I put on real clothes for this, so you guys should feel flattered. Yeah. I am normally in my PJs. This is Ooh, attempt this is number... fucking with the mic. That's okay. what this is. This is attempt number two at uh, trying to add the video element to the current show. So we'll... Uh, Probably not on this episode, but the next or two from now have some sort of a link to where you can go back and watch this one. And you can see me waving at you right now. See? Just you uh, audio fucks. You're missing out on this. (laughs) Yeah, uh, hopefully it works out because last time it um, timed out after about half an hour and cut off the video. I don't know that I fixed that issue, so we'll see. Kristen wanted to do this one for the documentary. So that is what we're doing today. Yeah. So hello, future Kristen. <laughs> hey. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess we can talk about what it is. Yeah, go for it. I tried to give away the entire thing yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And we've talked about it before. We talked about it before we ever um, even moved in the first place. So I thought it would be cool yeah. since this was such a big life change to kind of do some video of the actual trip and um kind of adjusting to life here and especially since we were coming right at the start of winter and Mm -hmm. it's such a drastically different climate from what i'm used to for sure um brett's been more places than i have so i guess brett's kind of experienced real winter (laughs) before (laughs) so three years in japan (laughs) it's cold there too that's what i keep telling people So, um, yeah, I wanted to kind of do that journey of making this transition and kind of adjusting and surviving. I told you he was going to bring the food over here and eat it over here. I told you. (laughs) Dude, we moved his food bowl to the entire other side of the apartment, and he is still bringing it to where it can be crunched on mic. So uh, we can't move the camera from where we're sitting, but we would show you guys, Jax. You'd have to go over to our Instagram and and see pictures of him, but... You'll probably see yellow ears yeah. crossing back and forth. <laughs> no, the camera's low enough that you can just barely see it. So just steady interruption. Yeah. <laughs> I knew he was going to do that, though. <laughs> yeah, you called three hours ago. Like, it's not going to help. At least he'll be slurping over there, but he's still going to bring morsel mm. by morsel to eat at your feet. Because he does that when we're eating dinner, too. Like, I cleaned up his little mess earlier today. What's our thing? just wants company while he eats. <laughs> or maybe he wants somebody to guard his back while he's vulnerable. Uh, I can't help him. Winston would fuck his life up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, part of the audio for this mm-hmm. will possibly go in the documentary. Um, I haven't really got a set formula for how i want to do it or anything yeah, yet i'm just, just kind of material yeah kind of just compiling a bunch of stuff right now and kind of seeing where it leads me so if this video doesn't totally suck and if uh <laughs> this conversation is interesting some of it may go in the documentary but uh we'll, we'll do our best yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah i guess we'll kind of just go through the whole process like what Because you brought it up first. Like, when I first met you, you were already talking about moving out west. Um, Like, what do you want to do? And it's like, get the fuck out of Tennessee. That's (laughs) the idea. It wasn't specifically Montana at the time, though. So what made you want to move this direction specifically? Um, I went out to my buddy Norris's wedding. Him and Emily got married in Wenatchee, Washington. And I completely fell in love with the mountains. They have uh, recreational marijuana in the state of Washington. So I went to a little pot shop bought the fattest joint I've ever seen in my entire life, walked up on a mountain for what I thought was like an hour and a half, staring at the other mountains, contemplating the moon, my place in the universe, for like the highest I've ever been ever in the history of people. <laughs> and um, turns out I was only up there for like 15 minutes and <laughs> smoked this entire goddamn joint. Just like, like chiefed what probably should have been smoked over the course of an hour and about 15 minutes blew my brain out of my head. Um, and I got lost in like this warp of, I was sitting underneath a tree and then I realized that the mountain across from me was covered in trees and that the mountain was smaller than the moon by an infinite fucking amount. 
and that I was just one thing very small on something very big that was actually very small. It was like a whole ego-shattering head trip that I was lost in. And then I was convinced that I was going to get eaten by mountain lions, so I walked back down to the party, and everybody else had been drinking, getting to know one another, and I just kind of came stumbling out of the woods. And I was like, is anybody got a chair? Because I'm trying to deal with this thought that I just had in my brain. <laughs> And, you guys uh, didn't come look for me. I yeah, was gone so long. I was sold. By the time I woke up the next morning, I said, I might just move to Wenatchee. And that was the original plan. I was going to move to um, to Wenatchee. Um, I'm going to interrupt you for a second and move this closer to you. Okay. I always lean in. No, you're fine. You don't have to lean in. I just I always lean in and you always lean out. Yeah. So... Um, that was the initial idea. I was going to move up there because I thought that's where Norris was staying. And then Norris wound up moving around Washington a whole bunch. And I didn't want to hit random place in the middle of Washington uh, without knowing where my buddy was going to be. So a year or so goes by. I think a year, year and a half. I'm just still I'm sold. I'm moving to Washington. And I come up to uh, Missoula to visit my stepmom and my brother Nick and all that. Um, he's driving me. Same. Do you want me to take his food away? No. <laughs> we gotta... He has to be almost done. But... <laughs> I don't know why we keep food in his bowl before we record these. We should just dump his food out and feed him after. Because <laughs> it's forever a problem of this show. <laughs> um, I wound up coming up here last summer and fell in love with this place. And the family was a lot closer because it didn't have, you know, like family, family back home. Yeah. Um, because my mom moved to England, my dad died, so I, I didn't know what really to do with myself. My stepmom lives up here, and you know my other brother lives up this way. So I fell in love with the city. I, I went to a bar, like a brewery in town, and met like three writers in about half an hour. I was like, oh, this is a place for people like me. <laughs> it's it's in a city. Um, the weather's not as good as the Wenatchee weather would have been. But I don't know. I, I fell in love with the amount of creativity here. It doesn't feel as uh, corporate as Nashville's creativity. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm trying to sell myself everywhere I go, but the talent is here and it's raw. And I think that something really cool is going to come out of this place. The fire didn't scare you off? No, the fire didn't scare me off. If anything, it intrigued me because I wanted to go look at it at nighttime because I thought that would be a really cool glow, but none of the mountains close to the city, thank God, caught on fire uh, last year or this year. So. so, like, I met you in late 2016 and we started mm -hmm. no late 2017 yeah we started dating at the beginning of 2018-ish and mm -hmm. you were planning on going to uh washington at that time and then <coughs> after um, i guess that was close to a year yeah you came to missoula so whenever you graduated you were planning on coming up right in the middle of february <laughs> yeah, i was like I'm, I'm moving up in february that's when the lease runs out i'm fucking i'm going up there no holds barred loading up the jeep fitting all four boxes it'll fit in that fucking thing putting jacks in the passenger seat driving my five speed 93 wrangler all the way across the country when i can't make it across town <laughs> i can't believe you thought the jeep was gonna make that drive. I, I was beyond depressed when we had to push it off like another six months and now i'm so happy because it turns out february would have been the ultimate worst fucking time to try <laughs> to cross the pass or whatever mm. you know. and we also had a chance to like live together for a little yeah. while first so it that was a better move in the long run yeah that would have been a weird decision to have to make like hey we've only been dating for a year we've never lived together are we gonna move across the country together or break up <laughs> we gotta figure it out one of us is following an ultimatum and uh, lo and behold here you are so how do you feel about it <laughs> oh it's really pretty here i'm really glad i came i am a little intimidated by the winter because we have had our first little sneak peek at snow yeah and um as we mentioned, I think on our last episode, 
That was like a week ago, and the snow hasn't melted yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm a little nervous. I was outside today, and I was like, no, it's really nice out. Then you pulled up the weather, and it was like 32 yeah. on the head. And I was like, oh, I am acclimated. Yeah, <laughs> I told you it was cold, and I was like, I'm going to have to turn the heat up. I was like, I turned the heat down last night before we went to bed, and now I'm cold. And you were like, no, it's nice out. And I checked the weather, 37 degrees. Yeah. I went on a drive today um, and had the window rolled down. I had my arm out the window, 37 degrees outside. I mean, I'll give I'm you... I'm going to be driving top down until this time next year. <laughs> I will give you when I went outside. It did feel nice compared to how it has felt yeah, in the past. It, it was five the other day, so <laughs> 35 is awesome. <laughs> I still put a coat on, though, but I was comfortable. It wasn't cold. Um, so, yeah, I like. Do, what are your thoughts now that you're here? I mean, do you have an answer to my initial question? Uh, I did. Of, you were like, I'm scared of the winter. No, I said it was pretty here, and I was glad I was here. That I'm, is, I'm, it's, a, it's a very interesting town. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i a bit of an introvert anyway, so I guess it's not a massive loss for me to not be near, like, friends and stuff. I do, I guess, to some extent. Um, it's not been that long that yeah. we've been here, so I'm not feeling terribly homesick or missing my family super bad because we're kind of a family that goes a couple of months Mm. or more without seeing each other anyway so we haven't really been here long enough for me to be like oh i'm sad about Mm. that but like i guess it's not really weird for me to not have friends here because i'm kind of an introvert anyway because yeah Oh, I like, miss my friends back home, but there were like five of you guys. <laughs> so like going from five friends to like not knowing anybody in the entire city, it kind of feels like my friends just don't want to hang out with me today. <laughs> but the city itself is really cool. Like we've gone yeah. and seen like some of the different stuff here and like the... It sucks still having a day job, but the work environment has been significantly more welcoming. Yeah. So that's definitely a plus. Um, I saw today a massive sign for a big book sale that was going on in town. It was all weekend. It was just a big billboard that said book sale. And something about seeing that sign made me so happy because it's not that people don't read in the South, but there's a massive book culture up here. We've been to some beautiful Mm -hmm. bookstores and just knowing that, like, a book sale is an event that one needs a massive, you know, sign for. Like, hey, guys, we got all the books over this way. Because when the storm comes in and all your cable fucking dies, you're going to have to be reading by candlelight again. So stock up. It's like people are, like, educated. They well, they also it. do um, that First Friday thing that we haven't had a chance to yeah. check out yet where everybody kind of, like, collaborates, I guess, in the downtown area. And I think it's businesses too because i know uh, something the gala was... that we snuck into on accident <laughs> that one day I, when i google image searched first friday that was the first picture that popped up is apparently they open their doors and they have like big sales that's cool we mm-hmm. should definitely find a way to because we went in there and they were like we're closed but you can walk around if you want <laughs> <laughs> well the door was unlocked to be fair <laughs> To be fair, I didn't break in. We <laughs> <laughs> just meandered and then led like 15 other people in there. <laughs> I felt bad when the second group walked in and the lady was like, well, I guess the dogs will just wait. <laughs> I was like, oh, my bad. <laughs> Had some cool stuff in there, though. But yeah, yeah. like they do that and like the artistic community, community kind of gets together and hangs mm-hmm. out and exchanges information and drinks and... Who doesn't enjoy that? <laughs> and paints the local telephone boxes, all different kinds of crazy things. Are those telephone boxes? Is that what those I think, are? I think they are. They're big electrical boxes, whatever the, you know. There is a lot of just scenic artwork in the mm-hmm. city. Um, that was a thing that... Oh, crap. Where did we go? I went somewhere with my sister one time for a work trip. And I'm blanking on the name of that place right now, but that it was another. It was still in the south, but it was another town. Asheville. No, it was in Missouri, I think. Um, I have no idea. I constantly Cape Girardeau. 
Or yeah. I could be pronouncing that terribly wrong. I routinely but. forget Missouri's a state. Because so. <laughs> I told you, it was the town that I told you whenever we were on our drive up here, it was the furthest west I'd ever yeah. been. <laughs> and then we didn't cut through it or anything. We were quite a bit north of mm. it. But when we passed to the west of that city, I was like, <laughs> oh, hey, we're the... F-. This was a couple of hours into day one. Yeah. I was like, we're the furthest west I've ever been. <laughs> So, we went so to you that could have done this any weekend of your life at this point. <laughs> We've not like at the border of days worth of driving. <laughs> but we went to that town, and it was another town that had a lot of really pretty artwork. Yeah. So I do appreciate that. What like the artwork you saw in Nashville was like gang graffiti. Gang graffiti, <laughs> and then like the big stuff was all commercial. Mm-hmm. So people would get paid to do these big murals. You didn't really have a lot of like gorilla art you know we did stumble across that one piece here that almost looked like a banksy i don't think it is yeah but it almost looked like that style <laughs> that was like, like oh hey <laughs> he made a trip all the way out here <laughs> yeah. that was cool though mm-hmm. i liked that piece but what are your thoughts i love it i i stand by it i'm beyond stressed Kristen knows i've i've, I've come near tears and screaming like 15 times today just i've been on edge um, but I'm drinking, so I'll feel better here in a little while. <laughs> there uh, you go. <laughs> but it reached a point where some stuff slid off some other stuff, and I just walked out of the room. I said, I'm fucking done. <laughs> the stuff behind us, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, um, oh, I guess I'll, 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 div- I'll indulge myself there for a second. I had to take a math test for work today. It was called Basic Math Skills, and uh, 30 out of the 40 answers. I had no fucking idea. I tried to work fractions for the first time in 10 years, and I was like convinced I was getting the right answer. I was like, I followed PEMDAS. All the bottom numbers looked the same. And then like, I'd look up, and my answer wasn't even in the, you you know, kind of approached it and then executed wrong. Like, fractions are yeah one of those questions i got like three twelfths or whatever it was supposed to be and then like all the answers were something over 60 and i was like how the fuck did they get to 60 <laughs> i'm not being condescending i'm being serious fractions are kind of hard though like if you're not a math person i yeah. always struggled with fractions in school severe anxiety when it comes to mathematics i blame the same cunt of a third grade teacher so <laughs> there you go um but Outside of like today's stress and uh, the financial um, stresses that have come with moving all the way across the country and trying to rebalance ourselves, um, I've I love this city. I love doing the little family things that we've been able to do now that we've got family that's close and willing to hang out with us for you know <laughs> two three hours at a time. Um, I love that it's almost bored with creativity like if that makes any sense everybody you run into is a writer or you know they're a poet or a painter or a musician they're all doing something on the side so they're almost like oh yeah you write cool I know like 15 people that write (laughs) it feels like the Los Angeles of like that type it's a really dumb it's a town of 70,000 people, so it's definitely not an L.A. type situation. But the type of people that are here are people that endure winters. They're creative people. Everybody makes something, or they garden, you know, or they hunt. Yeah. They're a different kind of human being. So I'm intrigued, if nothing else, um, with Missoula. And I love it, and if you guys all move here, I'll uh, start killing you one by one. Because <laughs> I, I, I like the solitude, I like the silence. That's not going in the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I do, though. I, I like the... Uh, it seems quiet, you know. The people seem quiet. It, it gives you a lot of time to think. Um, and it encourages creative endeavors, so... Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed it thus far. Um, Winter's going to suck, but I'll get a lot of writing done. We need to buy winter clothes. <laughs> we need to buy need to any do. clothes. If you guys want to just send us money at this point, I'll send you a copy of the book. Just. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I know you've, uh, for the most part, made that drive before, not quite as far mm-hmm. west as Missoula. but um, To Billings, yeah. Yeah, so I know it wasn't technically like a new experience for you but did the uh drive itself like 
knowing that you were making that drive because you were the one moving, like, change anything for you? It was fantastic. Yeah, no, I, I, I made the drive in Bellings in a Ford Fiesta. <laughs> Cramped little car going back to a place that I did not like and I didn't enjoy Bellings when I was, you know, 19 or however old I was. Um, it was much flatter and wasn't a fan. Um, driving up here, it felt very redemptive. Like I woke up early. I left a gun in St. Louis, but I woke up early <laughs> <laughs> to do it. <laughs> Where were we? Shoot. Where were of, we? Of, 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 it's Rapid not, City. Rapid City. Rapid City. North Dakota. Definitely not St. Louis. Yeah, we didn't stop in... We drove through St. Louis, yeah. but we didn't stop. Um, left a gun in Rapid City and, and blew our timeline by like three hours. But, um, no, I was excited every day when we were doing it. I was pumped to load everything up. I hated uh, backing out of the parking lot in Kansas City. and I almost shot some dude in a gas station on the other side of Crow Country. But I didn't. <laughs> there you go. So I've grown as a human being. <laughs> Did the... I was like, I only snapped once. And Krista was like, you almost killed a man. <laughs> Like you were within seconds of just taking somebody else's life. That's not freaking out because I got your order wrong at McDonald's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like, which granted, I know you've been to Japan and like yeah. I said, you've mostly made this drive before anyway, but um, do you feel like it changed your perspective on life or anything at all? Or? Yeah, uh, uh, completely. I, I'm not 100% sure how yet. I feel stronger in a weird way. I feel more independent because when I was in Japan, that was the government's decision. That wasn't, you know, a call that I made. And I had a blast over there and met some of the closest friends that I'll ever have. Um, But the move to Missoula felt a lot more like Kristen and I are hopping in that fucking truck and we're blowing Dodge. We're getting the fuck out of here. We don't need to be limited to this one place so as rough as things have been at times um we've always fallen back into one another you know we still have dinner every night at this very table at this very table even when we're mad (laughs) it's like you want to eat hamburgers and not talk and just stare into the black oblivion it's like yes if you're gonna be there for me um because i haven't i've been to the bahamas but i haven't been been to the bahamas yeah i I, didn't know that yeah i thought i told you that like in seventh grade we took a cruise oh i thought you meant like as an adult no i was young um so i've been to the bahamas but i've never like left the country Mm um never even been on a plane at all until this whole thing happened um and again, never been further west than Missouri. I think never been further north than Ohio before. Mm-hmm. So for me, I feel like just obviously um, like gave me a much greater perspective of the world. But having come here and kind of like settled in here, because mm-hmm. we've been here for like two months now. Yeah. Or you've been here for two months now. I guess I've only been here About like a month, month and a half. Yeah. Um, kind of realizing how incredibly naive my viewpoint of the world was before. That'll do it to you. I think the reason why I didn't have that was because I'd moved to Japan and I was born in England Mm -hmm. and grew up moving around. Um, But I remember when I went to Japan, I'd been in Tennessee so long that that was my entire viewpoint. Then I moved to the other side of the world and I was like, there are so many fucking people in Tokyo And they all have their individual stories. Well, not even to that extent. Um, Like, I grew up in a very small, predominantly white Christian town. So when I moved out of that town, I went to college and then moved, you know, closer to the Nashville region. And there were a lot more cultures and a lot more ethnicities and just people different from me. I was kind of like, okay, you know, like, there are more people out there in the world that are very different from me. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think I kind of naively assumed my experience that I had living in the South was kind of the same as living anywhere else. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, mo- no matter where you go, there are people that are 
different colors and, you know, different cultures and, but we're all kind of sort of the same. And then we got here and it was like, oh, there are things here that I'm used to having that you guys don't have. Or yeah, there are things like that Sonic. you... Sonic is a, a dream of the <laughs> And there are girls that I work with yeah. that like, we're like, oh my gosh, I wish we had a Sonic here. And I'm like, it's not that great though. There were three around <laughs> our old apartment. We yeah. can walk to three. <laughs> or, but there are like things here that are things that we didn't have, mm-hmm. you know, in Tennessee. So it's like realizing that different sections of the world are very, yeah, we've very got different. casinos all over the place. Yeah, and like since we're out of the Bible Belt, which that's kind of a silly thing to like comment on, but since we're out of the Bible Belt, you can buy alcohol on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like this town in particular is much more focused on the local community, so there's a lot less chain stuff in general. Yeah. There's a lot of small mom and pop shops. We uh, small bought... little drive-through coffee shops. Yeah. Like there's like we... one Starbucks in town, I think. <laughs> yeah, in the Barnes and Noble, and we bought um, local sausage for breakfast sausages, so like you would do in like England. <laughs> you could walk into like a deli and be like, "Hey, yo, a pack of twelve hot sausages. I want them." And it's from a pig that got killed <laughs> like this week in a local farm. I do like that, though. I appreciate that. It's it's kind of a weird psychological adjustment because I think, in my mind, in particular, the chain places like Kroger, for instance, yeah. there's not a Kroger here, and that was always where we went grocery mm-hmm. shopping, and I'm I'm not, like, sad. I don't, like, miss Kroger or whatever, but in my mind, it was like, oh, that's a big chain place. They're just everywhere. Or yeah, my bank. Just in the south. <laughs> <laughs> or my bank that I used to bank with doesn't exist here. Um, a lot of the fast food restaurants that were in mm-hmm. Tennessee don't exist here. So, like, kind of that, like, acknowledgement that these chain places that I thought kind of ran the world don't actually... Not in the West. Yeah, like... <laughs> Not in the Northwest. Extend that far. Like, In-N-Out, I know, is a... We don't have one here, but In-N-Out is a... Then, yeah. yeah, a burger joint that's super popular in that direction, but it's nowhere else. Mm-hmm. So, like, just kind of that acknowledgement of, like, oh, like, life isn't the same everywhere. Not at all. I, I love that Missoula has that mom-and-pop feel mm-hmm. to it. Um, I would be annoyed if I moved from one town that was nothing but apartment buildings and retail to another town that was nothing but apartment buildings and retail (laughs) it's another college town but it hardly feels like one like it feels like a younger town at certain points like when you're driving around you'll see a lot of people in their 20s and 30s and then oddly like the 60 plus community is also living here so there's like this balance and a respect kind of thing There is um, like a a strip that has your Lowe's and your Target, your Barnes and Noble and all of that. But it's one strip on one side of one road and the rest of it is whatever people have come up with. A cool little record shop, that like 50s style movie theater. It's like the old is still living underneath the surface. It's interesting, too, having come specifically from Nashville. Um, you get a lot of, like, especially around the CNAs, um, or CMAs. CMA, I don't even yeah, listen to country music. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even <laughs> listen to country music, so I can't even get the acronym yeah. right. Hey, why uh, <laughs> do you drink <laughs> Around the CMAs, um, you get these people coming out in droves with their cowboy hats and their cowboy yeah. boots and people that try to emulate this, They've like... they never seen a cow. Yeah, like, these people that try to emulate, like, I'm from the South and I'm a cowboy and all that. And then, like, you come here and it's, like, the people are, like, legit wearing boots and jeans and stuff. And, and they're covered in shit. <laughs> yeah, and, like, going and tending to the farm. And, like, yeah. we... So many places the further west we got it's past... it's a city. It's not like we're living in, like, rural bumfuck. Yeah. Like these are, you know, real... It's a college cow- town. Yeah. Real cowboys are like, yeah, just go over to the Walmart right now. They don't talk like that. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> they sound um, like they're Canadian. from... <laughs> yeah, they do, which I was telling you that. There are a couple of people that I know that pronounce words differently mm-hmm. here that I'm not used to hearing, and it does sound kind of Canadian. Um, but yeah, like, they're the people that dress the way that they dress here aren't it's not gimmicky it's like that's the lifestyle they live we passed so many places on the way here where it was like 
sections of random livestock segregated out in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, that's probably like their food for the year. Like there's nothing else out here. (laughs) Any conversation I have with a random man in public, if it goes longer than 10 seconds, it goes, so do you hunt? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Oh, shoot. I think our video kicked off. Nope, not yet. But if you rush over there, you can save it. Four goes black. All right. And a one. And a two. And a one. Two, three, four. Are we alive? We're alive. Grab me another beer while you're up. I will. I don't know how long we were off, though, so my bad. I don't think we went off, because when it went off last time, it went black. Well, I turned that feature off, because the automatic shutoff thing that you were we were talking about earlier before we started, like I disabled that so the screen Mm -hmm. doesn't go black anymore, but the message said recording had been cut off. Well, we're still working out the kinks, team, but mistakes were made. Mm -hmm. You were saying? Oh, I just like the fact that it's more authentic here. Like there's a lot of people, especially in the city of Nashville, because Nashville's a big city, you know, um, that try to pretend like they're... Yeah. Cowboys and they're not. (laughs) It's just like country music. These people are so far divided from their own culture. Mm -hmm. Not these people of the Missoulin people, but the Nashvilleans. Like, oh no, we just like to go mudding. And you know me and that goddamn Jeep. And you know I've spent five or six hours driving around in the middle of nowhere looking for a single gravel road I could do a burnout on because they're all paved over. There were no old muddy roads. We went down old muddy roads, not that, like last weekend. (laughs) I passed a... On accident. We just ran out of street. We were driving around in Lolo and we're like, fuck, we got this old dirt road. We can fucking tear down. I passed a vehicle on the way to work twice this past week after we got the snow Mm -hmm. and stuff where one of them looked kind of like it was shaped like a jeep but it was all like caged and like had these big ass wheels and was like driving around in like the icy roads downtown and then i saw one a different day that was just parked nobody was driving it and it had um tires almost like how you know tanks do where it's like the wheels and then the belt that rolls but it was like that similar yeah Yeah. like cage vehicle and i was like wow these people are like (laughs) (laughs) they don't fuck around they're ready to go It's like I want that. <laughs> it's not practical at all, but I want that. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm 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 excited. I'm blown away by the city. I I get it, you know, I think I, I wanna spend a lot more time once we're financially secure taking an Uber downtown and just spending the night until like two o'clock in the morning <laughs> talking to these fucking people. I don't know if places stay that open or open that late well, here the though. The clubs downtown do the breweries all close mm. at like nine at the latest. <laughs> I do like the breweries yeah, though. The breweries got kids running around, whole families. The drinking culture here is very much like the one that I grew up around, like the English type culture, where it's like you do it in front of the kids in like these types of environments and it doesn't get that hush hush hide it away you know sometimes daddy drinks kind of vibe it, it, it's normalized mm-hmm. to where the kids are running around in their halloween costumes playing tag there's a guy with his dog that's like hanging out reading the paper drinking a pint um and you don't have this hanging out in a bar bar where everybody's smoking cigarettes and shooting pool and occasionally a fight breaks out. Like it's a very healthy, the breweries are at least, a very healthy like drinking environment where everybody kind of uh, takes care of everybody. The one next to us has like a kids play area yeah. in the back. We went out there and they were playing tag in the snow and we were drinking beers at the at the bar but it, it didn't feel weird like it didn't feel like who the fuck brought their kid to the bar <laughs> it felt like you were hanging out in a restaurant kind of thing yeah but it's a brewery that's where they make beer they do have some yeah. very good beer here i will say <laughs> i've never been much of a beer drinker but the montanans do beer right god damn right bear as i'm drinking breath. a blue moon i am drinking <laughs> Bud Light. So I feel your struggle. <laughs> the pumpkin weed is pretty good, though. 
but Montana beer is better. No, the weed's fantastic. What? (laughs) (laughs) So what are you uh, either excited about or nervous about coming into the winter? Um, I have this ominous feeling that I'm going to slide down our steps drunkenly trying to walk the dog one night. Probably. (laughs) Yeah, and cracking the back of my head and winding up like Terry Schiavo. (laughs) Um, <laughs> I need to get winter tires on the Jeep mm. or at least seatbelts so when I inevitably drive off the side of the road, I don't die. <laughs> we do need to get you. All the basic things, you know? <laughs> we do need to get you seatbelts. Yeah, uh, when I ride in Brad's Jeep, if we hit a speed bump that's a little too bumpy, it literally unbuckles like, the seatbelt. Yeah, it like bounces me up hard enough that it unbuckles the seatbelt. <laughs> and reserve is like made out of all these like little gradations in the road, so like we feel like we're riding a horse as we're bouncing that, down the That street. is kind of a funny thing here. I'm assuming it's because the winter weather is so harsh yeah, to the roads. Yeah, like break up the concrete. Yeah, but the, the concrete is so uneven and the lines are also faded nobody parks in anything resembling a space if you yeah. go to the store well like they don't live in like a city city where you got to learn how to parallel park and put yourself in or like the walmart's so crowded you can't find an empty space you have to you eventually learn how to nail dead center but the fact they, they that just they don't park even on try top of the lines they park yeah. fucking caddy corner across like 16 different spaces <laughs> or they'll drive so far up they're taking up the two spaces that are you know in front of each other i'm just like i don't understand why you can't just stop it's not a generalization it's every single one of you motherfuckers (laughs) i like it because i know that you're always gonna go whatever way you pulled in you're gonna land on that line and you don't care i've seen massive pickup trucks parked within like three inches of other massive pickup trucks and somehow you still all like figure out how to get into your cars without dinging up the other dude's car like, <laughs> so do you climb in the back window what do you, do you come through the sunroof with your groceries what the fuck is going on here? that is bizarre I've mostly only found it to be a problem at the Walmart next to us, though. Everywhere else, you guys are pretty decent at parking. But the Walmart here, the lines are very faded and the people have no fucks to give. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But there is a view everywhere you go. There is a view. You're constantly looking at mountains. You're sitting in a bowl and it makes you feel very small. I am kind of excited for Christmas Mm because... in Tennessee, it was really rare to like, get... There's a solid shot we could go chop down our own tree. Well, you can, because one of the girls that I work with, that's uh, her husband's policy. Like, she wants to get a fake <laughs> pop-up tree that's got the lights built in because it's easier. And she's like, I wouldn't have to string the lights and all that. And her husband's like, you can't live in Montana and not have a real tree. <laughs> so he, he that's their tradition every year. They go cut down a tree together, which is kind of endearing. But yeah. at the same time, I understand her struggle. Well, we should do it. We should figure out how to cut down a and tree. And carry it up three flights. Flights of stairs. Yeah, you're goddamn right. You have fun with that. <laughs> I need to find like a, a, a male friend with who's strong to help me. I'll ask the neighbor dude. I'll pay him like twenty dollars. Like, hey, go. dude, help me carry this fucking tree up the steps. But we can do, go do like that cute like Adam Sandler moment and go find the tree, and you'll be like, I like that tree, and I'll be like, hand me my axe, and I'll chop, 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 chop. <laughs> <laughs> my thumb caught on the cord. Um. But no, like the tree, Christmas trees aside, I am kind of excited for Christmas because uh, for one, it's the first one we get to spend together. And um, for two, snow on Christmas Day is very rare in Tennessee. Yeah. And We've already got snow before Halloween. Yeah. So <laughs> thanks, we might have a snowy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Probably will. Um, because the, whenever I was a little kid living in Tennessee, snow was a bit more common and as... You know, the weather has kind of changed over the years. There were several Christmases as an adult where it was kind of warm yeah. in Tennessee. So it was like, it doesn't even feel like it's Christmas. So. I spent most of my childhood uh, Christmases in New Mexico, Florida, and Texas. I've never seen a white Christmas never? before. <laughs> no, oh, no. Never like, a light dusting. And my mom would be like, it's a white Christmas. And I was like, no, like God just came in our backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for that. Like, I bet the people here, like, 
put up some pretty decorations and I bet the downtown area is really pretty because in my, um, which it's smaller than Missoula is, but in my hometown, like the downtown area kind of had that, um, uh, I am blanking for words, but the buildings were like older and yeah. kind of preserved. Rustic. Yeah. And it, like the old town feel to it. And, um, they would on the street lights like through the downtown mm-hmm. area hang like the reefs and stuff like that so the downtown area was really pretty and i bet the people here probably do stuff oh they go all out that halloween house that we pass when we have to go mm. out and see laura like next fucking that house level. is insane that's <laughs> too much that person is too into halloween there's a guy we drive by as well when we have to go by the college side of town who has an airplane in his front yard yeah i've seen that <laughs> that is kind of funny I'm assuming he was a pilot at one point. I hope so. Or else he's got a weird <laughs> affinity for planes from like the 1950s. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Halloween house has literally no lawn space left. There's so much <laughs> decoration in their yard. It's just homicide. That's all that's happening. Like, it's a refrigerator that they bought that they just stuffed with like prop arms and legs and... Like a dude hanging from the tree and a woman with an axe in her face. And there was that one My house. niece has to walk by it like every single day when she goes to school. She's There's... like, it terrifies me. <laughs> there was that one apartment we passed that one day too that had like the scene from like Nightmare Before Christmas. They had yeah. all those characters. And then there was a giant inflatable dragon just also <laughs> with those characters on their balcony. I was like, like, okay. I'm going to melt you motherfuckers. <laughs> Moulin Rouge in this <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a strange place. <laughs> I love it. It's brilliant. I. It, it's a very liberal town that still feels hyper conservative. It's like the whole town's got bipolar disorder. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. I feel like kind of sectional. Like I feel like if you're in the downtown area, it seems very liberal. But then, when you leave the downtown area, very conservative. Yeah, like we live on the wrong side of the tracks over here <laughs> by the railroad yards and shit. And, like, the people that you run into at the gas station and just spend all day loading trains or cleaning shit out of the uh, cages at the animal control That one dude at Goodwill just chucking shit. Yeah, like, we found the one Mexican guy who lives in Missoula. <laughs> it is a predominantly white town, which is, is a, a very, very weird adjustment. Yeah, yeah. I, because... Well, my hometown that I grew up in was predominantly white. Yeah. Like, I had a couple of friends that were different ethnicities growing up, but there were, like, you know, maybe five of them. You yeah. know, there weren't that many of them. And, um, what do you mean by them? Shut up. <laughs> and then you move to Nashville, and Nashville has, like, a much more diverse population. And then we come here, and I'm like, everybody's white. Like, did you see that black guy? <laughs> I feel bad. Where I, come from? <laughs> I feel bad whenever, like, I'm out in, like, town and there's like someone who's a yeah. different ethnicity because it's like you probably feel so unsafe here yeah. <laughs> like you're surrounded by all of the us whole places like the the squeal like a pig like the appalachian mountains <laughs> i mean i haven't heard any racist remarks by anyone to no. be fair i haven't heard anyone that's like that level of conservative i have heard like one person say something that kind of indicated they were anti, um, I don't know if it was specifically the gay community or the trans I've community. I've heard quite a bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard more negativity towards that than anything, but I um, heard the word ninny for the first time. Ninny. What does that even mean? Like effeminate. Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> somebody say that the other day and I was like I have not heard the word ninny except in like old 70s comedy routines I was like ah oh, he's a bit of a ninny and I was like you just use the word ninny you sound like a fag what are you doing <laughs> I think one of my grandma's nicknames was I can ninny. say that my brother's gay don't write me angry emails I think that's what we called one of my grandma's a ninny yeah she's ninny <laughs> You know, nanny, nanny, nana, whatever. <laughs> you got all, you got all of those. I didn't have any gammas or whatever people call their grandmas. Mine were all weird names. <laughs> Gammy. Gammy. This conversation's all over the place. <laughs> At least we got a visual element. <laughs> when it's working. Is it still working? Bubba, bubba, bubba. 
See, you miss my bu- 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 dance, little audio people. You fucking sucking class citizens. <laughs> <laughs> but you video people can't see the skull on our wall either. We're, uh, oh we're becoming mountain people. Got the whiteboard put up today. Got the cork board put up today. Got the Van Gogh put up today. It's looking a lot more like we live here. It does. We still got, sadly, a few boxes we haven't quite put away, but... Yeah, they're all over there. <laughs> Visual element people. You understand what I'm doing right now. I'm pointing. <laughs> We're getting there, though. Where the am I gonna... Ugh. You all right? Why do you say it like that? <laughs> don't make me jump over this table and slap you. I don't know. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do it that way because you'd hit the expensive microphone out of its expensive microphone stand. Just bop. Yeah, don't bop the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> for you audio people Krista gets loaded on like one blue moon <laughs> blue moon harvest pumpkin wheat <laughs> brewers select you've got a sexier voice for advertisements <laughs> you sell me some blue chew I wouldn't even know where to go with that <laughs> I know what it does but it's like, I love blue chew <laughs> <laughs> For those of you not acquainted, that is a sloppy blowjob noise. Bluetooth yeah. is also for someone who's a uh, needing a little extra help in the bedroom. So you really want me to sell you some Bluetooth there, <laughs> Mr. Bloom? Yes, it doesn't work. <laughs> I keep screaming at it, but it all just kind of comes out in my father's voice. <laughs> Why doesn't your dick work? Why don't no, no. <laughs> That got awkward. <laughs> Uh, see, you've added a video <laughs> element, so it's a lot harder to cut these uh, these audio flubs out. So I don't care. You've Dad's done this dead, to yourself. <laughs> I'm the one who has to live with the pain. No. I was not molested. Do you need a hug? I mean, it would make me uncomfortable. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> um, we were supposed to talk about the move. We derailed so hard. Well, yeah, I left it up to you. You brought zero notes and all the ideas. So I was like, we're doing this for Christmas. I worked on unpacking shit today. Hell fucking yeah. How'd that make you feel? It's easier to walk up to the closet now. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> You'll appreciate that in the morning when you go to pick out clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Supposed to what I normally do. It's like, hey, can you grab me some underwear out of the... Clothes we've never put away. <laughs> not having, or yeah, not having to go to the diner anymore is simultaneously the best and worst thing because yeah. we've we become discipline before we we've become lazy about the laundry. <laughs> Where we became pampered. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll put it up next week. It's all right. <laughs> It'll go up eventually. I like wearing wrinkly clothes. I think it, you know, gives me a certain sense of power. You always I'm put like, a hoodie on over it anyway. Yeah. Because it's cold as fuck. <laughs> Welcome to Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Got any uh, key points or things you want to discuss before we roll on out this beer? Not really, no. Did we hit everything you wanted to talk about? I don't know. If we didn't, we'll do it again later. You'll do it until I'm satisfied, Brett. Never done that. <laughs> the history of my relationships with the female sex. <laughs> Never satisfied anybody. <laughs> my own mother is sad. <laughs> oh, you're terrible. Not sexually. I nail it with my mother. No. <laughs> you're horrible. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna tell your mom. I'm reaching. You should tell your mom you're talking shit. Uh, oh, we didn't call your mom today. jokes. Do what? We didn't call your mom today. She'll live. Well, we were supposed to, though. Why are you trying to make all the listeners sad by making me sound like a neglectful son right <laughs> no, after you call making her. a joke where I was having sex with my mom? You call your mom more often than anybody <laughs> I know. I just, we didn't call her this week. I gotta call her next week. I'm gonna wish her a Merry Christmas just to throw things off because somebody did that at work on Halloween. Well, you can't say Happy Thanksgiving because they don't have that over there. Well, they don't? Well, that makes sense, duh. They didn't make any peace deals with the Native Americans. <laughs> Peace stills. Okay. I mean, the English are responsible for a massive amount of genocide, but they were not responsible for. I'm gonna send your mom potatoes for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you would do that. The Irish are there too. Oh, that's why you would. Keep duh. 
that tried to blow my mom up. Because <laughs> I'm Irish. <laughs> Keep up. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to say hi to your mom and put a car bomb, you know, right against Aww. her house and blow her face off Macy's. I wouldn't do that. Your mom's a lovely lady. <laughs> Are you implying if my mom was a bit of a cunt, you'd blow her car up? <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> mom didn't like hug you the first time you met you you're like fuck that i'm blowing her up c4 car engine fuck brett's other parent (laughs) (laughs) oh don't make me feel bad that's mean (laughs) like nail bomb on a bus here's how it goes reach down deep into my roots ak-47 hostage situation let's do this shit oh don't make me feel bad No, I wouldn't blow up your Kristen your is mom. secretly a terrorist. She works with the IRA. Yeah. Does All the it? way from Montana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get him! I don't know. That was not a good Irish accent. Keep trying. Oh, Saints Preserves! <laughs> oh, I blow the fuck out of your car. <laughs> your car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get us a titties. <laughs> Why? Because I don't know what the Irish like except trying to kill my, you know, mother. Potatoes. Oh, potatoes. Potatoes. Oh, we live on an island. We all starved to death when the shit didn't grow out of the ground because none of us learned how to fish. That's an old joke. That's what happened. It was a potato famine. They're surrounded by fish. But they're probably too drunk to put two and two together because they're Irish. Do you want me to put a car bomb in your car? I mean, I think my car is a car bomb. <laughs> the Jeep's just going to blow up It's a tick. Day. Your car is definitely a ticking time bomb. Then this conversation's going completely off the Oh, list. yeah. You ready to sign off? Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> love oh, you, sweetheart. I love you. Oh, and I love you guys. And we'll talk to you next week.